What's up, AfterBuzz family? It's time to get crunk with Uncle Buck. The After Show starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Look at my eyes, man. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Get it, Jimmy. Go. I need the pants. Let me tell you something. Should have had us on the episode. You would have got first place. Should have, could have, would have. Should have, could have, would have. What's going on, After Buzz family? You knocked and we're buzzing you in. Welcome to the after show for Uncle Buck. I am your host, McCall Hall. And to my left, we have... What, what? I'm your host, Jimmy V. What's going on, everybody? And you can follow us on social media at After Buzz TV across the board. And if you want to follow each one of us, you can follow me when sports and pop culture collide at So McCall Hall. And where can they find you, Jimmy V? At Be Your Own Dad for everything motivational. I got your back. Make sure you tune in. He's your own dad. He's his own dad, but he's certainly not his own uncle. That's going to be reserved for Uncle Buck. What's like going that. on? I like that. Episodes three and four are popping off tonight, and um, yeah, mm-hmm. Uncle Buck strikes again. So uh, we're going to get into the show tonight, you guys. A lot of interesting themes, a lot of interesting uh, topics popping off, um, but we're going to launch a new piece with our Uncle Buck show. It's called the Oh Hell, Hell No nah. Buck. <laughs> I've noticed that every time I watch this show, I go, Oh Hell Hell no. So, oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> so this episode, we're going to... Uh, hell to the per- I like... I love that. Shout out my engineers oh, on to the top no. of their game. The yes. Yeah, right. So when you hear, oh, hell to the no, hell to the we're no. going to get into the uh, scene of each episode that made us go... Oh, hell to the no. Exactly. All right. So let's get into it. First of all, Jimmy V, um, yes. welcome to the panel. Because I don't think Jimmy right, V was right. here last week. So a big shout out to McCall. Uh, she held it down, of course, our we first tried. week of Uncle Buck. And I, and obviously she, she did a great job. Uh, but I am back. And um, I'm glad to join you on this panel here. I'm glad to have you. Somebody that has a sense of humor like mine. So That's right. Let's get into it. Episode three. This is all about um, pretty much gender roles and parenting and co-parenting. We got Alexis and Will pretty much swapping responsibilities with the kids. So uh, yep. this, the episode opens up with um, Uncle Buck and everybody uh, just trying to get acclimated in the house again. And Alexis has given Buck the duty of handling the child care in the morning, taking him to school. You know how that was growing up. Like, you know, you got to wake up, get your lunches ready, get all that stuff ready. <sighs> the days. It's oh, a pain. Man. Yeah. Like, I don't know how our parents did it. Like, I don't even like getting up and making my own lunch. So, <laughs> you know, Alexis has given Buck the whole rundown about what he needs to do. And she's not sure of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's he's earned his stripes, but she's still not sure. I mean, I'm sure as a parent, you want to do as much as you can for Absolutely. your children. So when you put the responsibility of your children into some, someone else's hand, it's a scary thing. Yeah. Alexis had to remind Buck, because, um, you know, Buck was like, I can do this. Like, I can do anything. I, I can bust out a freestyle. And she goes, you know, this is this is child care, not a rap battle. So right. she had to definitely set the tone. Um, on the flip side of that, while Alexis is trying to get Buck ready, you know, for this first full day of child care, Miles gets sick. Gets sick. Sick. Um, uh, he, uh, he, he used my favorite card growing up when I don't want to go to school when I don't want to do any type of chores mom I'm sick so. I'm sick I'm not feeling well so I'm not mad at him <laughs> Miles plays that card and they discover that Will is really not the best child care provider when it comes to them being at home and handling you know medicine and all that jazz 
you know, blows up in his face and he, and he wants to accept the challenge, you know, to look after Miles. So, mm-hmm. anywho, the day gets started. Um, Buck and the kids are headed to school. Um, and first of all, this is my thought. Okay. So, Uncle Buck has a raggedy ass car. I'm just going to say it. Buck, your car is raggedy as hell. Oh, hell to oh, the no. Like that raggedy car, Alexis and Will couldn't, you know, lease a little, you know, Something. compact car. Like, he's going to let him have the same damn car. But I guess that's part of the humor of the show. So, Buck and the kids and Alexis drive up to the school. And I guess the school is like real hoity-toity, you know. They've got all these rules and regulations. For those out there who don't know what hoity-toity is, please break it down for them. It means elegant. Nice. I'm talking about Decadent. three forks on the right, two spoons on the left. Opulent. That's right. Okay. That's hoity, Break it down for Okay. <laughs> um, so they pull up to this school, and first of all, the headmaster's like, only one person can get dropped off at a time, because I think they want to have like a rapport with the parents and the students. Buck is like, buck the system. We're driving around. The headmaster basically lets them know, we ain't doing that. So she demands to see Buck um, in her office uh, after the, after they drop off the kids, which I thought was really funny because it's like typically the kids are the ones getting disciplined, <laughs> but at this office. school the parents get disciplined too. Um, you know, and Alexis the whole time her panties are in a complete bunch. You, do you know people like that who just can't, can't you know break free from the routine? God damn it! It's like, like girl, they're they're so stuck on A B C D. It's like if they go a little bit left, a little bit right, their whole day goes off. She's just out of her mind. She doesn't know what to do. So anywho, they get the kids dropped off and everything. Um, and they have to sit down with the headmaster. So Buck is in there with the headmaster. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to explain to him, like, this is not how we do things around here. I know you're new around this place. And Buck does like Buck does. He woos the hell out of the headmaster. Yep. He's talking about how she smells good. She's wearing essential oils. He was dropping some game on her. Dropping game. Like, got her hot in the drawers. And so basically what she said was... The way you can make it up for me and not lose your privileges to do drop-offs is go and pick up these exclusive, organic, gluten-free, um, whatever, whatever, whatever rem- pastries. <laughs> Reminded me of a Diddy on uh, making the band. All right, go get I'm me some need cheesecake. You to go get this cheesecake. I'm gonna need these eggs and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, so Buck, you know, gets off almost scot-free. He's got to go pick up these new pastries and everything. So the kids are taken care of, and Buck and Alexis head out for a complete adventure. Adventure. Right. Complete adventure. Um, all the while, Miles is at home with their dad, Will, and he's just, he's basically making Will feel really guilty. You know, he's like, Mom does it like this, Mom does that. And Will's starting to figure out, like, if I want to gain these kids' trust with their health, I got to start doing things that mom won't let them do. So he starts letting them, you know, watch uh, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, he's, just, he's, he's pulling out all the stops to make Miles feel more comfortable. Which is always interesting because. Kids are so smart. If they know mom will say no, they'll go straight to dad first. You know, exactly. Make sure you go ask mom. And he's like, no, 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 but I want to ask you first. So once again, you know, just kids using their uh, uh, parents against each other. They get so so smart. Exactly. now, Alexis and uh, Buck end up going out for their excursion. They have to get Pepper, this exclusive dog food. Mm-hmm. They've got to get uh, Tia to the dentist. Um, everything's just going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and they have to get <laughs> these pastries. Uh, they walk into this pastry shop. 
honestly, Buck just has to mess up once again. He does a taste test on one of the pastries and causes an absolute scene. They get put out of the pastry shop. Um, and then they try to go, uh, let's see, they try to go get the dog food, and the dog food place is closed. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Buck sneaks into the dog food place. I think it's either dog food place gets or the it vet. Done. He gets it done somehow. Yeah, and, and there's a dog in there. So Buck's always, like, stepping in it, man. Which, um, um, right before we did hop on camera, you said the common theme that we are starting to see with these episodes here is Buck always does something wrong or something out the ordinary, exactly. and it's kind of like the everybody else has to fix whatever Buck has done. Exactly. Buck F's up. I was going to say the other word, <laughs> but, but, hey, this but is you know. YouTube. This is YouTube. But you know what we talking Buck about. F's up. That's what he does, but he always cleans it up. So we it's discover that he's a, he's an excellent he's an excellent hustler, and he knows everybody in every place where he needs to know them. So um, you know the the episode comes to uh, starts winding up. Maisie decides to fall out of school because she hears from Miles that you know their dad is letting all the guards down. She heads home for her little sick day. They find mm-hmm. out that they're faking it, and then you know they get grounded. Um, but Buck and Alexis, the car breaks down. So remember, I was telling you guys, this car is raggedy. Yeah. Their car breaks down while they're trying to get all these things together. And while they're sitting there, this this amazing thing happens. And I love that it happens uh, in every episode. Alexis lets her guard down. And she brings them into, like, why she acts the way she acts. And so we find out that we yep. Alexis's mom was, like, not hands-on. And so that's why Alexis tries to be so hands-on. Um, all the while, they're having this conversation Uncle and Buck. Uncle Buck gets our first ever oh hell to the no. This is our oh hell to the no scene. They're sitting in this car having this heart to heart, and Buck says, "Reaching that glove box," and Alexis pulls out the glove box wine. Gets that wine, and she's like, "I don't know if I should. I don't know if I shouldn't." But but by the end of the scene, she gets the sipping. So, which I had a question for you: Is it illegal to drink on the side of the road with your car off? So this is what I know, and I'm not saying that I do this, but I do know this. I don't do it, but mm-hmm. I know it. As long as the car is not on and it's in park, you're okay. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. Don't take. Don't okay. Don't okay. take my word for that. I'm not paying anybody's bills right now. Um, but while they're sitting there having this afternoon cocktail and having this heart-to-heart, Tia rolls up in the cop car from the dentist's office with Officer Marcus. With a cop. And yells out, look, Mom, I'm an NFL player. That was the funniest Shots line. Fired. That was the funniest line of the entire episode. Yeah. Like, while that scene was funny, that line cracks me up. They go there on this show. Which is what I love about this show as as well as I did uh, Blackish 2. They they make jokes about things happening now. So exactly. as as a audience listener, we can relate to it and, and know exactly what they're speaking about. So uh, one time, shout out to the uh, writers for staying on top of their mm-hmm. game there. So. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love that. Uh, so Officer Marcus and Tia roll up with the dog food. Uh, with the they gluten, got it all, yeah. Everything. The gluten free, yeah. uh, gluten-free pastries and all that jazz. They have everything. And once again, while Buck will F up, he knows how to clean it up because he knows everybody. Officer Marcus is his boy. So mm-hmm. episode comes to a close. Everything gets fixed. Alexis's panties are out of a bunch. Yeah. And she's liquored up. Look at that. So that's episode three, our old hell to the now scene. Oh, hell to the now. Glove box wine. Right. So uh, at the end of that scene, I just... F- 
I found it really funny. We had Uncle Buck in a shotgun drinking the uh, wine, the cop driving. Alexa says, make make sure you turn on the the light so we can go through all the red lights. It was just a scene that you will never, ever see happen in real life. And they were obviously able to portray that on TV. But I, I thought that that was a great... You'll never Episode, see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's that's the funny part. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, of course. A cop is escorting them, and they've been drinking. And they've been drinking, yeah. Like, so come on. And they're black, too. Nah, just playing. But, um, yeah, let's uh, go on to episode four. And they're black. All right, episode four. This is all, you know what? There was a theme tonight, a crunk-ass theme. Like, yeah. literally, Alexis gets drunk in the first episode and Will's getting drunk in the second. All right, so uh, this episode is all about making good impressions, a theme going on here. Uh, you got Alexis trying to make a good impression with her sorority and Will trying to make a good impression at work. So kind of starts off, uh, Alexis and the kids, this always starts in the kitchen. They always start their conversations in the kitchen. Um, they're trying to get ready for Alexis's sorority event. She's got some kind of mixer. Uh, I love the fact, this is what I love, because I'm a member of a historically black sorority. Uh, I was just about to ask you that. Okay, go talk about it. Now, I I love it. Rep your squad. So, I'm a proud member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Okay, ski to the we. Pinkies up. Hey, Hey. okay. I earned that right, not you. Oh, she just hit me with the. I earned that right. Oh, oh, snap. I earned that right, not you. Okay, okay. Do your thing. It's all love. It's all love. I just had to put in a lot of work to put in, you know, to put up my pinkies like that. Okay. Oh, gosh. Hot flash. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. (laughs) So, Alexis is letting the kids know, I've got to go to the sorority event. I've been inactive for a while. And with black sororities, if you've been inactive, you know, that's kind of like taboo. Like, you're not in sorority for four years. You're in it for the rest of your life. Hell, I got sorority meeting as soon as I leave here. You know what I'm saying? Like, really? It's like that. So she's I been out of the mix. Didn't know that. Okay, yeah. wow. Okay. So she realizes because of her career, she needs to get back involved because she could leverage, you know, a little bit of this connection to her sorority to help her career. Right. So uh, they get ready to go out to that. Um, Will, on the flip, wants to have an event at the house, you know, have his coworkers over. You know, like, sometimes I'll invite Jimmy V over, like, have a beer. Let's right. just, you know, Let's just build up our rapport. You know what I mean? So Will wants to have an event because he wants to join a new team at work. But how do you get that to happen? Get them liquored up. So uh, all the while, they've got to figure out what to do with the kids. And so Buck is like, I can take care of them as usual. And they give him tickets to IPIC, which is like the, the you know, eat at your seat kind of dinner. Which uh, movie uh, dinner. Have you been to one of those? I, I actually have. I brought my mother for her birthday but the mistake i made i brought her to see neighbors the first one now keep in mind mama dukes is like 56 57 years old right don't you need to be high to see that and and neighbors was just a bunch of titties ass and uh and uh penises everywhere your mama got um, titties and ass how you think you got here yeah but she is a older jehovah's witness lady you know Mm. she she wants uh something nice so all in all it was a great experience they brought us food wine it was good just a bad choice of movie so but you know lesson learned look my mom's out there relax (laughs) you got titties you got ass that's how you got your kids here they know about it. but the idea of cording to buck White people serving me shrimp while watching a movie. That's what Dr. King fought for. Preach on, brother. Preach on. Preach on. Because like I just thought that was hilarious. I, I, I just thought that was funny there. So that that was that was really funny. Um, 
So Alexis and the kids end up at the sorority event. She runs into all these different sores from, you know, back in the day. So they were playing off of, so their colors and everything, uh, I think they were trying to make them Delta Sigma Theta. So I think that was the, the sorority mm. that they were trying to emulate was Delta Sigma Theta. Okay. Um, so shout out to the to the Deltas out there. Um, so anywho, so she meets up with one of her old sores from Spellman. And she's snitching on her off the bat. The like shade snitching. was being thrown like, everywhere. Did you feel it? I felt the tension. Oh, man. Which is really not... So this this was my thing. Being a member of a historically black sorority, like, that's not what we do. Like, when we see our sores, it's all positivity. Like, we don't Praise throw them, shit. you yeah. bring them up, right? Yeah. But I, you know what I loved? Um, Miles starts getting weirded out when they get there. And he goes, Mom, why are you using your sister girl voice? Because, <laughs> you know, know you that, see your yeah. girls like, Hey, girl, mm-hmm, how you uh-huh. doing? She was doing all that extra, like, trying to get back in their good graces. Um, so she runs into Holly, which is the alumni president or alumni chapter president. And she was the president of undergrad. Back in the day, And yeah. we find out that Alexis has a, a, a nickname. A nickname, which I did want to ask you. Did you have a nickname in college? Yeah, I had I had a nickname. In high um, well, I had a nickname for my sorority. Uh, it was Quintessential Accolade. What? Yeah, longest line name ever. So when you're... Can like, you even spell that? It's a long one. It's super long. I would I would spell it, but I've been um, no. But uh, so we find out that they used to call her mascot because they would basically like make her just you know do goofy things. Pretty much, yeah. Exactly. As we saw later on in the episode, there was some back in the day f- footage, and um, which w- wasn't even her. It was a uh, another person portraying her younger. But anyways, it was just what random. Uh, uh, dance moves and all that stuff. So I mean, it was embarrassing, but what was shed during that scene, uh, she said that she was doing that because she had low self-esteem. Right. So she was trying to get them to like her and by acting an ass. A lot it never of people, works. A lot of people, you just because you want to fit in, you want people to l- like you, you start to do things that's not normally you. Don't be that person. Just stick with who you are and be confident. I did want to share with the viewers out there, I told myself I wouldn't bring this ever up again, but since we are on the topic, I did have a nickname in college, and it was... I got a bad feeling about this. I have a super bad feeling about this one. The nickname was Soldier Boy, all right? Now, the reason why was... Please tell me why your nickname was Soldier Boy. When 2009, the Soldier Boy dance, Soldier Boy, that got big... I went to school up north in uh, Massachusetts. Shout out to uh, Fitchburg State. But, Shout out um, to Boston. When that when that finally got up north, it was like orientation night. Everybody, you know, freshmen, and they had the d- d- dance floor, and that song c- came on. Now everyone's just standing around, you know, blah blah blah. I'm like, I'm I know this dance with my eyes closed. Long story short, I do my thing. The whole semester, everyone says, hey, soldier boy, hey, soldier boy. True story. So here's the real question. Can we start introducing you as soldier No, boy? no, that's in the past. That's in the past. What's going on? I am your host, Jimmy V, and that is my name. <laughs> Thank you so much, soldier boy, for that one. Ah, uh, damn. Ah, uh, damn. So you opened up the Venezuela. can of worms. What's her name again? Who? Benny. Yours? Venusia? What is it? Quintessential <laughs> accolade, okay? But but look. Q. Q. Okay, Q. Q. I like it. Let's make a truce. Truce? I w- Deal. Okay, cool. I won't call you yours if you don't call me mine. Deal. That's the truce. Forget I brought it up. <laughs> so, um, at this party that Will has, mm. speaking of being yourself, 
you see that Will is trying to like impress his coworkers and everything. Right. Um, which, you know, I get it. He's trying to make a new team at work. Mm-hmm. But Buck shows back up with the kids because they got put out of the movie theater for having way too much popcorn shrimp. And Buck just becomes the life of the party. But that's Buck. Yeah. Hey, hey, don't make me go back to my ways. Jimmy, we do it. All right, all right. Uh, yes, Buck goes back to his, his Did you see ways. how his shoulders started <laughs> bouncing? Buck does go back to his old ways, and he becomes the life of the party. Exactly. Once again, I feel like that is true Uncle Buck, a.k.a. Mike Epps. He is just running the show, in which we come to find out uh, by the end of that scene, everybody has a better time at the party because of Uncle Buck. Exactly. He actually almost has one girl go t- uh, topless, but luckily he has... He's Shout out to Cheryl. There. Shout out to Cheryl. She was for ready to party. Shirt. She was ready to party. Yeah. So uh, during the party, we find out that they're going to the Bulls game the next night. Right. Uh, they invite Buck before they invite Will, which is crazy. Rude. Yeah. Rude as hell. Because I'd be feeling some type of way. Yeah. Like that was terrible. But um, all all during the party, they also find out that Diane is like the gatekeeper for this new team or whatever they're trying to um, establish at work. So Will is trying to get in the good graces of Diane. So that's Mm -hmm. what is discovered at the party. So um, Diane uh, is, I don't think she showed her face at the party. I can't remember. She did one time. Okay. And uh, they showed her face when Uncle Buck was being Uncle Buck. And she was speaking to someone and she's like, hey, who's that over there? So that's, That's okay. when they first made the recognition there, and then they move on to the uh, basketball scene. Okay. Which, a little background information about Michael Epps, he is a Indiana Pacers fan, being that he is from Indiana himself. So, But he was he is, rooting for Chi-Town Shy, Shy in He, he is episode. the ultimate Pacers fan. In yes, fact, he, he was just on TV. He was on SportsCenter a couple of days ago promoing the show. Oh, see, yeah. And he was talking about how happy he was for Cleveland to win the championship because he's like, well, I'm a Pacer fan. It's kind of the same area. Mike Epps. If you're a Pacer fan, be a Pacer fan. <laughs> Look, you ain't got to ride King James's, you know, jock just because he just won. Come oh, on, Mike. Which, guys, we are in the we are in the presence of McCall, the sports. R- 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 real quick break. What would you think of Game 7? That was a game for the ages. That was, I that thought was legendary. it was Our phenomenal. Our host has wandered off the subject. That's right. They right. They right. Okay, but uh, LeBron James made history, so I had to touch upon it quick. But I'm sure if they want more, I'm sure they can reach out to you on uh, Twitter, right? You sure can hit me up on Twitter at McCall Hall. And we technically are not off a subject because the NBA Finals Game 7 was on ABC, and they were promoing Uncle Buck all throughout the game. So what's up, engineer? Come on. Yeah. Anywho, so they they get to the Bulls game, and... Will decides to try to act like Uncle Buck. Yeah, which yeah, again, yeah. be you, baby. Be you. Don't be someone that you are not. He came. He tried to get the B on his chest. Like he which looks everything stupid. would have made sense if the B stayed there, but obviously it was all up everywhere. Because he claims he sweats too much, and yeah, right. so too much information. Yeah, so while they're there, um, so have you ever been to a party? And somebody starts getting it really hard. I, I doubt this has happened to you because you're a soldier boy. 
<laughs> but you know how you go to a party <laughs> and like on. somebody's really getting it on the floor and you're yeah. like, I can dance better than that. So you're trying to get the attention back on you. Well, that happened in this scene. You got yes. Will and Buck trying to compete for attention Just, in this suite. First of all, if you're in a suite, you need to act like you got some sense. That's where like the money people watch the games. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've never been in a suite. Oh, if it's I do, I will probably act like Uncle Buck most likely. I'll, well, then you I'll ain't going to the game with me. Acting a fool. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to the game with me. But uh, so while we're you know seeing them do all this. Um, was it Uncle Buck or Will? Somebody fell out on the floor. I can't remember. Will ended up throwing a bottle. Um, he was trying to outshine Uncle Buck because Uncle Buck hit the um, shot oh, in yeah, the can. And yeah. he's like, oh, anything you can do, I can do b- better. And then they hit <laughs> Cheryl. Okay, yes, so this is how Cheryl comes back in. Cheryl, the same one who was flashing her boobs at the house, got knocked out at the Bulls game. God damn it, Cheryl. What you, look at you. Look at you, Cheryl. Look at Just you, doing Cheryl. too Come damn on. much. <laughs> so uh, all the while, we head back to the house. We have um, Alexis and the kids trying to rehearse for this lip sync battle. So yeah. while they were at the sorority mixer, Alexis let her sorority know, you know, I want to get more involved. I need your guys' help for my career. They said, look, you've been kind of inactive. So if you want to get back in our good graces, you have to do the lip sync battle. So she's got her kids involved. They decide to do Hammer Time, which is why we picked Hammer Time for the intro music. And, um, you know, these kids, first of all, they don't even know who MC Hammer is. Right, yeah. Like, who the hell is MC Hammer? You know what I'm saying? But uh, they're rehearsing for all that. Um, So we, we come back to Will and Buck. So something really interesting happens. Something did something happen. You know, there's always this moment in the Uncle Buck series, this is what I'm starting to notice, where they have like a real heart-to-heart about their past and like why each person acts the way they act. So yeah. in the past episode, we find out Alexis had a mom who wasn't hands-on and that's why she's so hands-on. And Will and Buck have this heart-to-heart where, you know, it's kind of like Will always feels like Buck is messing up his his stuff. Yeah, his you uh, know? professional, is that business? He said something Uncle uh, Uncle Buck said, I feel like you're always doing smarter stuff and you don't include me, so I include myself. Right. Which is, I think, something a lot of people can relate to when you feel left out. You know, you just w- want to bring something to the table, but Uncle Buck always brought something wrong or right. at the wrong timing and such. So Yeah, so, you know, I, I think that um, it kind of hit Uncle Buck that Will was really upset when he slapped his sandwich. I mean, you know. it was a five meat, three cheese, like, two mayo. I never seen that type of uh, sandwich, so I'd be highly Buddha. upset too. Did you see how he was holding it? Like that was a big ass sandwich. That was a big ass sandwich. Yeah, so just like, like if you slap egg. my sandwich out of my hand like that, I know we got that problems. you're hurt. No, we no, but problems. like that means you're really hurting. If you slap my sandwich like that, you're hurting. Um, and so Buck felt bad. And in that moment, we see another lesson. The kids come up and they confess to Buck, we don't want to do the slip sync battle. And in that very moment, Buck was able to take that negative situation mm-hmm. and flip it to a lesson to the kids and said, you have to come through for your mom, okay? Or else she's going to resent you and then, you know, murder your sandwich. Well, the sandwich is already down for the count, but that was the lesson there at that point. Exactly. You got to come through your, through for your family. So I, I really like the way they tie in, you know, a lesson with a little bit of comedy. I really I really appreciate that because we can get so tied up and and, and consume with the slapstick, but sometimes yeah. you miss the message. So I, I noticed True. that towards the end of every episode, they try to have that life lesson in there. Um, so anyways... 
Moving on. There was one scene I did want to touch upon that uh, I thought they definitely were trying to get some humor out of it. Uh, Uncle Buck done got his uh, thing thing on. He he got his freak freak on with uh, Diane. Oh, yeah. And um, he done crossed enemy lines over here. Exactly. So thank you for bringing that up, which I think that is our oh hell no That's buck right. scene of the of this episode. Episode four, oh hell no buck goes out to the scene where Diane comes out of Buck's room after the Bulls game. So Diane, this woman who basically Lady in charge. Lady in charge who's holding Will's professional, you know, career kind of in her hands. Pretty much. Ends up at his house with his brother. So thank you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. The oh hell no scene is Diane coming out of Buck's room. Um, so anywho, they, they go on to this lip sync battle competition and you got these kids looking like genies. Hey, shout out to uh, Will. No, actually, no, uh, shout out to Miles, who plays the brother. Um, he did have the hammer pants on packed. Like, I remember right before he said, I'm killing these pants, I said, look, he's killing those pants. And it it, it was uh, deja vu. So um, wardrobe, Holla, I need them. I, I need mean, them. you were probably fairly young when Hammer was oh, out, yeah. Oh, yeah. but you yeah. still remember those Hammer. Did you have a pair? I did not have a pair. Don't lie. But I always. She thinks I'm lying. All right, fine. I did have a pair. I knew he wasn't, had a pair of Hammer. Wasn't pants. gonna admit it, but uh, they were three sizes too too big. But everybody was on MC Hammer, of course. So, you Let know. me tell you something. My family took our Christmas photos, our annual Christmas photo, and Hammer pants. So you're lying. No, they're black. I have the picture. Please upload it to Twitter I, so I, I can go check. Picture. Please, like we literally like have I on Hammer see. pants. Um. So anywho, so they're at this event. And, you know, it's funny. Again, another life lesson comes up. Alexis is pushing her kids to be perfectionists and to do these lip sync battles. And Holly, her soror, who's, you know, supposedly super, you know, perfect and, you know, is just this perfectionist. Mm -hmm. We overhear her kids talking about how ready they are to be away from their mom. They were counting down the days until college. 932 days until college and I can get away from my mom. And Alexis overheard that. And I think it hit her like, you know... While I want to be accepted by my peers, me being a great mom to my kids is the most important thing. And that's so true. And, and so, so Alexis true. decided at the end of the episode to pull him out. Yeah. But you know what? Uncle Buck's like, lesson came back in. And the kids said, no, we're going to do this together. Yeah. And damn it, they killed it. You know what? That's a great scene, just um, even though I don't have kids, but just coming from a parenting point you don't want to push your kids away to they don't even want to be around you you know they're counting down the days until they can get away from you you know this is your family that's love you just want to be there no matter what at any time and just the way they were able to relay that message uh uh to us that's uh that was that was great. So once again, shout out to the writers again. Yeah, excellent job by the writers by, you know, just incorporating these lessons and things mm-hmm. of that nature in there. I mean, I pick up on it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so let's just give their performance. Um, we're going to be the judges. Sure. Now, they got third place. I gave them, um, 
I gave him an 8.7 out of 10. And here's why. Mm. Nia Long, love you down, girl. I seen but it, you too. you were a step I, ahead yeah, I seen it. of the kids. Yeah. Okay? But we loved it. I, I got to give you guys an 8.7, which I think was good enough for second place. If I were to judge you guys, I didn't see the other ones, I would have given you guys second place. But first place for those outfits. Mm. They, they was on point, yeah. What would you think go, about the performance? All go, l- l- listen, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm a man. Just like J. Cole said, too young for Nia Long. I was only staring at her the whole time, okay? So that's how I knew she was a little step above the game. But as an overall presentation, the family did a great job. Nia Long, call me because you just killed the whole performance. So 10 out of 10. They should have got first place. Shout out to Nia Long. He didn't even see the whole performance. He was just like, shout Nia Long was in shout it. Shout out to Nia 10 Long. 10 <laughs> So, um, but while they're, while they're there, we see uh, Diane show up with Buck at the, at the recital, at the lip sync battle, and his brother comes back in and helps him break up with Diane because they can't stay together. They can't. And I thought that was the coolest ending. You know, Buck breaks up with Diane and then gets on with Holly. On to the next. Uh, on Uncle to the Buck, next. You a bad man. He just went on to the next. But it was a great way. I was actually p- planning on asking you before they showed us how they broke up. Is there an easy way to break up with someone? But Will, obviously the uh, brother to Uncle Buck, once he heard her say that she doesn't want kids, that was the out. That was the buck. Kids, no. Yeah, because they were wondering during the episode, like, well, how... Okay, you and Diane, you guys can't be together. How are you guys going to get out of it? Because if Buck... You know, oh, so Buck tried to break up with her by acting like Will. (laughs) The British man. Well, and then he says... (laughs) And then Will goes, well, do I really sound like British? And he goes... You sound like a black Frasier. So shout out to that <laughs> Frasier. I love Frasier. I'm from Seattle, so I always love Frasier. Oh, okay, okay. But um, yeah, so I, I just, I love seeing that. Yeah, I love seeing Will be, you know, that big brother. Yeah. Actually, no, Will is younger. Will is the younger brother. Really? Yeah, but he played a great wingman this episode by helping he Buck did. out. I'm that was like ultimate wingman. Yes. He caught the alley-oop. He, he, like, ass on top of your toes, go do that band because at the end of the day she's not mad at him and he got what he wanted and everybody he was wins. on t- to the next I mean god damn it Buck look, everybody at, look at you this is what I'm talking about this is why I love this show because Buck will F it up but it Buck, all comes together it in all the end comes together. that's right it all comes together in the end which we do find out Will ends up hopping on the uh, team the uh, business team that the whole episode was exactly s- uh, surrounded on so excuse me yeah. So, excellent episode of Uncle Buck. Um, We're going to continue this Oh Hell No Buck segment. So, listen, if you guys have a scene that you thought was just hilarious that we didn't talk about tonight, hit us up on AfterBuzz TV across the board. You can hit me up when sports and pop culture collide at So McCall Hall with four O's. And if you want to tell Jimmy V, where can they find you? You can always hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at BeYourOwnDad. Make sure you continue in the comments below. What was your favorite thing about this episode? We'd love to hear about it and to continue the conversation. Absolutely. So we'll continue it. We'll be on Twitter all night talking about Uncle Buck. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Stay tuned. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.